Action. Adventure. Treasure. Danger. Thursday, September 16th, 7 p.m. Pacific. The most exciting dispute so far. Indiana Jones versus Rick O'Connell. Everything is disputed. Welcome, adjudicators, to another episode of Disputed, where two fictional characters usually go head-to-head, armed with only their advocates, and you will decide the outcome. But today is what we like to call, what we 80s kids like to call, a very special episode. (laughs) Uh, Hey, nerds, I am Damon, father of two, husband one, a.k.a. I don't have a good Damon uh, pun. And my guest, my co-host, really, <laughs> I actually should have been guest. <laughs> what am I about to guess? I have no idea. This is all new. This is not scripted. <laughs> this is unfounded, un unfettered and untamed dean please stop me from talking <laughs> good evening ladies gentlemen and those beyond the binary i am dean uh you may have heard me uh, be a podcasting ninja everywhere i'm also a resident of letter kenny jester to the queens of woodcrest over at the boondocks podcast and one hell of a model american and right. i am excited to discuss what we're going to dis- discuss tonight as am I. Uh, after last week, man, we just, I felt, okay, so we were talking after the show, and I felt bad about <laughs> the way we just jumped all up and down in uh, Indiana Jones's grill, and we didn't offer any suggestions. I mean, he definitely got the uh, boomer treatment, so. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and a lot of those things are deserved. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, they're deserved. However, there's no point in, uh, griping about something if we're not going to provide solutions. So since we're professionals, Hmm. professional at what? I don't know. (laughs) We decided we tackle a few. uh, We tackle the uh, Indiana Jones franchise and see if we can update it, if you will. I didn't want to say fix, but let's uh, update the story for our uh, palatable, palatable, easy for me to say to a modern audience. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And it doesn't, I mean, I hate using the word woke. I think I've mentioned that <laughs> a time or two on the boondocks um, yeah. because it's, I mean, understanding it. Yes. It's an, I, I get it. Uh, but it's got bad connotation to it now. So I just prefer to say, you know, is conscious, he's conscientious, you know, somebody who has compassion, you know, those types of things that you would expect to see these days. Um, cause I mean, if you think about, uh, Indiana Jones from the time he was uh, a doctor, you know, that was 1936. So that's almost a hundred years ago. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, um, so it's, it's a while and things have changed a lot. Uh, I, even though some would rather it not change, I, uh, I think that we've changed, we, we have changed as a society quite a bit and yeah, it does need to be addressed. And it's, and how accurate of, uh, how accurate is it of the time period anyway? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it is, yeah, it I, is 1936, I, but I mean, uh, uh <laughs> um, I mean, it's an idea like those types of uh, films and movies. What am I trying to say? Are a more idealized oh, sure. version, you know? So yeah, there's the, that they too, were so. they were based off the uh, that and so many uh, you know a lot of the stuff that um, Spielberg and Lucas did back then were based off of the old serials in movies. So the mm-hmm. stuff that they would show before actually showing the movie that they were going to see, and so then it would kind of you know show you show you like you know a 10 minute thing and at the end would leave a cliffhanger and so it was always the the one the one hero guy with the big chest and the square jaw um so that's where a lot of that came from which i i mean completely understand i mean i mean if we if you and i were to write something you know you know without thinking of where we are now if we were if you and i just at our ages to were to write something we would probably write it based on stuff from the eighties, which is why you have stuff like Stranger Things now, uh, and right. uh, and a lot of the uh, what do they what do they call um, memorabilia porn? Uh, so where you, where where you're kind of uh, you know fapping over uh, over the history that you have in your head. <laughs> so right. Um, so yeah, it's. It, it, if we so yeah if we were to if we were to write something now generally speaking we write from our own perspective and if we're talking about uh, the things that got us excited for movies or entertainment whatever it happened to be yeah we probably write with a little bit of that perspective um, so it's uh it's understandable that it was written the way that it was uh, but yes now that we have different perceptions on things uh, more valid things that were you know well we have access to more people just by this. <laughs> I mean, so, well, right. uh, we're, right. we're, you know, back when this was, when that came out, the first one came out was 82. Um, this was not a thing, uh, not even close. So learning about things that happen with other people, uh, and how they act and, you know, the, you know, we, you know, like I say, those beyond the binary back then, we didn't realize beyond the binary. <laughs> so, the, so there's a lot of things that have, that we realize now, that we and we are awakened to, which is what I can say as far as woke mm-hmm. is concerned. We are now realizing that these things exist, um, and we, you know, and except for those who are fighting against it, uh, you know, the ones who want to maintain the past, uh, it's you know, it's it's something that should be done, especially if they're gonna, you know, if they were going to reboot the franchise. So I think what we're doing here kind of does we we you know we we have a different perspective on things with the things that you and I do as far as podcasting, whether it's on Demand Does and everybody that you meet and on Boondocks and you know, everybody that we've met over there. Uh and now this. So I yeah, this is I think this this is probably a good place to start, uh, and you know after uh, I, I'm look I'm looking forward to also doing and we'll, we'll play this at the end what what's going to come up our next episode and fixing that the older franchise of that so ooh boy I, uh, I, I mean yeah because yeah, yeah that has I mean even with the the most recent has not really changed 
greatly, except for maybe more violence. <laughs> so, and the violence is awesome. But anyway, let's go. Let's let's kick off a little uh, Indiana Jones talk here. Okay, so uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with casting, or do you want to start with uh, plotting? Because well, I have a couple. I I have a I have some ideas on both, and I'm sure you do too. So let's just kind of. Well, yeah, I can. I I mean, casting is kind of it's it's just going to be you know you know I I can think of people, but as far as I think as the the hard part will be doing plot. So if we were going to start with Raiders, if that's what your intention is, to yes. to take Raiders and update that. I think we should start there and then we can kind of backfill how we're going to cast. Like how we're going to cast. Okay. That works. Okay. So where do you want to start? What's the first thing to fix? I know TR had a bunch of notes. <laughs> well, so it's, so first things first is he, uh, he has a team of people with him that he can't rely on. Right. Um, one who just takes off and the other one gets there and leaves him uh, to die, basically, <laughs> who ends up dying himself. So I think what we as a society generally seek nowadays is more of a teamwork. Uh, I would see him in comparison with the mummy having someone like Evie, you know, a partner. Uh, regardless what gender they are, at least one partner he can rely on. So whether it be a, a, a young sidekick uh, or a student, I, I, a student might be very interesting. A student uh, could be interesting. Yeah, so he could, ha- he could have like a grad student, somebody who's, who's his, who he usually uses as his TA who's always wanted to go with him. And so now Indy's bringing him along. So something like that I could see. Well, if we went with Raiders, what if, uh, and I'm just throwing stuff out, um, you're talking about how uh, he doesn't rely, he he relies by himself. Mm-hmm. What if we, well, I guess there's a couple character arc ideas that we could go with this. Mm-hmm. One is him uh, going from relying on himself to relying on a team. So we bring in the grad, the, the grad student or whoever. Right. Um, later in to help develop the develop the narrative or uh what was the other one? Oh, the other one was um a lot of the uh, raiders is about not only getting it for the museum it's also about his own uh personal glory uh you know what i mean yeah and what if he go he starts from a hit from the same from the same motivation in um that he did in the original and over time, developed by the time at the end of the movie, um, he just le- he either I don't know how we'd get around this, but uh, he either um, misleads or just tells the uh, the uh, the United States that it's just a hoax or whatever, and he just leaves it there. It's from going from uh, the colonial colonial mindset of we're just going to take it to show off what we got, look what we got, you know, and loot at the beginning, which he should still be successful with and barely escape with his life. There's a reason he's barely escaped with his life because he shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Then at the end, when they find the arc and, uh, and all that, he, um, you know, he does the close the eyes thing and they, and, uh, you know, he gets out of there that they, they somehow get, uh, hide the arc or whatever. And, uh, he's like, well, what did you find? It was like, it was a hoax. It was a freaking hoax. And just and and you know just leave it and allow it to 
and allow the uh, allow it to stay there or come back or he you know tells him it's a hoax and he comes back and uh, helps the country that uh, that I forget what country they were in uh, helps the people that live there or who it belongs to them to develop. I don't know. Just I'm just spitballing stuff well, at this point. Yeah, I think. Well, as far as the ending is concerned, he could probably he could uh, because Belloc is dead and all those Nazis are dead. Um, he could feasibly take it back to Tannis and rebury it. Where it was me- where it was meant to be in the first place. Um, there you go. So, there you go. That'd be good. <laughs> so I, I think probably uh, for a non colonizer mindset that yeah, Indy going Indy going back to Tannis and just dropping it back down in the hole, burying it up. Um, you know, go out there with you know his TA. Sala is somebody he could always trust, but Sala was not always with him, except for in Egypt. So uh, you know he can trust Sala. Um, so they could just come out there, him, Salah, his TA, whoever that's going to be, uh, mm-hmm. and they bury it and, you know, maybe there's, uh, <laughs> there's some, something that happens when, as soon as they bury it, that this, that the, that the entire place gets buried in sand again, kind of like, mm-hmm. kind of like how, uh, it was at the end of the mummy when, mm-hmm. where, uh, so where uh, the, the entire city of, uh, oh God, no, I can't remember. Um. I know it's not Imhotep was the was the mummy, but uh, yeah, I can't remember. It's a, yeah, it's a long H word. Yeah, uh, Hominoptera. That's what it was. And once you said it was H, then um, I figured out. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, how how Hominoptera was kind of buried at the end. So maybe that um, if if we're going that route, uh, that yeah, he they, he goes back, buries it, and some supernatural thing happens where it gets reburied and nobody's the wiser because all the Nazis are dead. Uh, and I'm assuming we're still in the same time period. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so all the Nazis are dead. Nobody's the wiser except for Indy. And yeah, he could go, he can then go back to the, the people that he's worked with in the government and say, it wasn't there. They, they, they thought they dug and dug and dug and couldn't find it anywhere. And that's, that's it. And, and, and they left. And so, and they're not going to know because you know they're Nazis, <laughs> and the and the war is about to start uh, here in a, in a couple of years. So, so they'll have their hands full. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. So, yeah, that's. I think that's good. Um, as far as you know, like the the middle of the story, like uh, I mean, obviously Marion. <laughs> you have to fix the big one. You have to fix that part. You know, she. I what? mean, and maybe she could be the TA, uh, where where instead of there's a love interest, Marion is his TA. There and there's just mutual respect, um, and she's you know she's uh, she got put in his class. Her dad, you know, because her dad's an archaeologist too, right? Right. So uh, Abner has recommended her go to his class and so because you know he because he loves Indy and Indy teaches her she goes yeah so that that's that's something that that could be feasible there and she could you know the the her the age different would difference wouldn't matter at that point um but yeah the adults right and she and, there, could and there's also, and it's not a romance right and she could play the um She's all, she could also be the conscious that we were talking about earlier with the uh, TA and, sure. you know, you know, she could be the um, anti-colonizer not, <laughs> uh, mindset for lack of a better way of putting it. And she, and she, there's probably, you know, stuff like, you know, at the very end, let's say that sh- she's the one who knows that they need to close their eyes 
mm. <laughs> and look away. You know, so just, you know, give give her a bit more agency with her brain. So I think that, right. would, that would be good. And let me hey. while we're talking about that, I'm gonna go ahead and bring bring this up. So <laughs> for for everybody who hasn't seen it, uh go watch go watch the uh NDV Rick O'Connell episode, and then you can go to disputedpod.com slash NDV Rick and vote. Currently it is all tied up. So <laughs> it's, oh wow. Yeah. That is uh I I honestly I'm surprised because um Indy being uh, as iconic as he is, I mean, he, even his silhouette, you'd be like, that's Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I mean, he, and with, he's got his own song. <laughs> I mean, and he's got oh, his wow. own song. He's got, you know, he's got that that silhouette, the, the dashing, you know, that swashbuckling character that you would expect from that time period. So, yeah, that's, that's completely understandable. Um, Rick is, Rick, though, is he's kind of the same of the same ilk, but he's not got the knowledge i mean because rick needs evie <laughs> and evie needs rick uh right you know whereas indy he may not be quite as coordinated as rick uh as far as battle is concerned <laughs> but he uh where where rick uses his brawn uh indy can't if he can't if indy can't use his brawn he uses his brains and he's all and indy's always caught on the back foot yeah, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's always caught on the back foot for sure um, what was, what was I about to say? Let me think. Talk about Indy. Wow. You know yep. what? I don't remember what it was. And, and whoever, whoever's uh, watching us right now, if you have comments, questions, thoughts about how you would uh, how you would change some things with the Indiana Jones franchise, I'd love to hear it. Um, and we'll we'll put your comments up on the screen and we will address them. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, so Raiders is not too difficult to update now if so now that we've kind of got that i mean brody can be brody whatever <laughs> i mean brody is just kind of there he's you know he's kind of there to lend some old older gravitas to <laughs> to the story um but yeah i mean so you've got uh, uh, belloc uh you've got tote Who's the the main villain Nazi guy in the black coat? Uh, that's a, that's the glasses guy. Yeah, guy yeah, yeah, hand, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, you've got Marion, you've got uh, Indy and Brody um, and Sala. So I don't think there's a lot you have to change in that aspect. I mean, the, just that instead of uh, instead of Marion being a romantic interest, that it would she would be. More, be you know some a student a ta mm -hmm. uh that you know sidekick it's their first time you know and that could that, i mean that could build i mean if they want to wanted to build that into something you know like she's graduated later and now she's going to be a, get her phd uh you know maybe at that point you know once they're more, on more equal footing uh then that that might be better but um at this point you know it just should just be a mutual respect thing in my opinion and and it depends on how the, uh, you know, of course, you know, the other two movies would shake out, which we're not going to discuss, I don't think, uh, <laughs> with, uh, with the, with Marion, she might, you know, with the whole 10 year, with the 10 years of the movies, mm -hmm. she may be the person to take over, uh, the franchise. Sure. You know what I mean? Well, and actually one, one of the things that I had heard about the new one that's coming out is that, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I don't know if, if you know who that is, British actress, she created Fleabag. 
which uh, is on Amazon, is amazing. Um, she's she's a good comedy writer, but she's also very clever. Um, mm-hmm. And I think what I was hearing uh, regarding the new one is that she may be she may be somebody who is like a student of his that will become the next the one to take over the mantle. Um, I don't know if that's the case or not, but it's it's interesting thought process. So, uh, um, so yeah, even, so whether it's Marion or whatever character Phoebe Waller-Bridge is playing, if that's going to happen, I think I'm, I'm on board with that. So I think that would be kind of interesting to watch. Um, so yeah, I guess, I mean, we could talk about the other, the other film. So the next one would be, uh, you're, uh, you're looking at, um, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, and, and this one, it's a lot more problematic. Well, <laughs> yes, but some, in some cases, no, uh, cause there's less of the colonizer attitude about the stones. He's taking them back to the village. That's his goal is to take them back to the village where they belong. So I, that's, that's one that, that's one part of it that they did right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And he's, he's going there to try to solve issues by, you know, getting those stones back to the village. So right. I, I can, I can, I can go with that one. Now, uh, he smacks short round a number of times. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, he, uh, kidnaps, um, gosh, what's her name? Um, uh, uh Willie. Yeah. T- he takes Willie hostage. Um, and you know, ends up throwing her off. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he saves her from the the big gunfight as she's trying to sing, um, and then they you know ends up she he basically ca- ca- kidnaps her out of I think almost out of necessity, <laughs> but um, but it still you know the, it still does not give you know takes it takes some of her her agency away from her. Uh, when you, when you look at it that way. Um, so like she didn't have to say, no, I'm staying here. I don't need your help. You know? And so those types of things. So, uh, so yeah, short round issues there. Uh, now short round was, I think was supposed to be trying to be a sidekick, which he's a funny sidekick, but he really doesn't have any use aside from he can't drive. Uh, he wasn't, he wasn't very capable. No. Um, so yeah, there's, there's plenty of things that they could do giving Indy a sidekick that he trusts, uh, that, but it also makes him vulnerable. Kind of like Rick, like does with Rick and Evie, you know, cause when Evie, when something happens to Evie, Rick just throws himself in there. So in a similar instance, when you're, when you look at Indy, you know, if he had, if he had somebody that he trusted and, and maybe some of that is part of his story is that he doesn't have any, he doesn't take anyone else with him because he doesn't want the, it is, he doesn't want to put them in danger. I don't know if that's the case or not, but interesting thought. Again, that could be a through line through at least one of the movies. Um, you know, if we use short round and then because in uh because Temple of Doom is a prequel. So if we mm. use short round as the prototype, he's like, I cannot do this again. This I, <laughs> I have to have somebody. Yes, I you know, th- th- this is way too much Batman and Robin for me, and yeah. I gotta find somebody a little more capable. Yeah, you know, that that again, that could be a part of his growth where he's like, Okay, well, you know, I try to trust people and look what happens. Right. He's like, Hey man, you you trust in a twelve year old, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> never bring a, what is it, never bring a teenager uh pre- teenager to your uh to your crime party or something? I don't know. But uh <laughs> never bring a teenager to your strip club? No, wait. <laughs> eighteen. Oh, well, eighteen, yeah, sure. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, I, I uh, but yeah, I so I I don't. I th- yeah, I think going back and looking at you know the 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 sidekick, he definitely needs someone he can trust and rely on. I really mm-hmm. think that's what it is. And I think it's also, uh, and I do like the it would add, it adds uh, extra vulnerability um, and somebody he you know extra extra vulnerability to push the story along and uh, and put the screws to him a little bit. So yeah, that helps too. Yeah, somebody who can yeah give him give him give him the grief that he needs you know if you got a good a good a good friend will tell you when you're fucking up uh, so i think that's yeah indy definitely needs that instead of you know just someone he who he sees as someone harping on him as he sees marion um so i think i mean I, obviously he does uh care for marion uh i we don't know the entire backstory about what happened with her and abner and things like that how you know how long did that last? Was she only 15 the entire time? <laughs> or, uh, uh, you know, was it just what she, he spent the one year with her <laughs> or, you know, was it something that where, you know, they met when she was 15 and then they started dating when she was 18. Who knows? I, I don't know. But, um, and I say, you know, if I look back at myself at 18, you know, she said, I was a child. I would say I was a child at 18 as well. So, um, we don't know exactly everything that happened, but we do know how they wrote this. Um, and uh, yeah, so l- like I said earlier, I, I would definitely go about changing uh, that that dynamic, uh, whether it's, you know, either if they're going to make make Marion a, a romantic interest, she has to be older. That's that's that. Yeah, or yeah. Andy has to be younger. <laughs> either, either way. Um, so yeah. That's just that's my my take on it. So yeah, it wouldn't even take anything to make her older, make no. her handful of years younger. You know, like you know that. It, yeah, it's just yeah. It could have been five yeah. years ago instead of ten. So right. <laughs> well, and and that's and you know at the time for the time period, uh, the, you know, getting married at twenty was uh, was actually very normal. So yeah, the life expectancy was also 40. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy's only got about 10 years left. <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy's about to go. Man, he's on his last legs. Actually, what was it? Probably about 65, but still. I mean, Andy, yeah, Andy was on his, Andy, Andy out there, he can't be, he can't be, uh, arche- being an archaeologist with a walker. Yeah. That gonna well, work? I, I, so what he said, and, 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 and Raiders, you know, it's not the age, it's the mileage. So he's got some miles on him. That's for sure. That is for sure. So, should we talk about casting? Yes, let's do that. I'm curious to see what you see what you think. Oh man, uh, as far as cast recasting Indy for you know actors today, that's that's really difficult. Um, I, I mean, who who has that understated? You know, because if you you look at Harrison Ford, he's always very, very quiet. And he's, you know, he's, I mean, just him as, as a person is very understated. He's low key. You don't know, you don't know much about him and same thing. And Indy's not much different. You know, he's, he's very studious. So you need, you need someone who is number, number one, going to have a brain. Uh, and number two has some physicality to him. Um, so who that would be right now. I mean, and, and I hate to pick any of the, the Marvel actors <laughs> or anything like that. Uh, had it, you know, had, had it been probably 
you know, 10, 15, 15 years ago, I would have said Hugh Jackman would be good. Um, he's kind of got a very similar style to him as Harrison Ford. Um, mm -hmm. so, uh, you know, very low key understated, but you know, he's, he does a lot of, you know, you can, you can sense his presence, you know? <laughs> so, um, right. if you're looking for an American, oh boy. Um, trying to think I, I you know you've got almost everybody is in the fucking marvel franchise <laughs> so um whether uh, let's see i you know i i could see potentially um oh god the, the guy who plays bruce banner um uh mark ruffalo yes i could see him smart oh he's got a good yeah he's got the right build for it um you know and you know he uh as as an actor is also very understanding, very compassionate. Um, mm. so casting someone like Ruffalo, I could see, I don't know if he's, how old is Mark Ruffalo now? Um, That's a good question. Uh, cause um, yeah. Um, cause, uh, right. Mar oh, I didn't, I spelled it wrong. He's 53. He's going to be 50, way too old. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Well, um, so let's see. Well, let's go back. Uh, so if we go back to Raiders, uh, before we go too far, sure, sure, go ahead. It, I'm going to throw some, I'm going to throw some, uh, uh, suggestions at you sure. that are, are going to be way out of left field. Okay. Uh, the first one, this is going to catch me a lot of hell, I think. And he actually might be too old because Indy is 37 and Harrison Ford is actually 37 in the first movie, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Uh, right? Um, Indy's supposed to be 37. I don't know Indy, if Harrison Indy, well, she, So Marion was 25, so he should have been 35 because it was 10 okay. years difference from my understanding. So, okay, so we'll say him at 30. We'll, we'll say at 35. Okay. Okay. Um, the thing about Indiana Jones, it, Harrison Ford was... He was 40. still Han Solo. Yeah, but he uh, also he was uh, he was thirty nine when he filmed when, and when that That's when crazy yeah the, for Raiders. Yep, he was he was because wow. he was born in forty two. So yeah, at eighty in nineteen eighty one, yeah, that would have been thirty nine. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, he felt he probably he would have been thirty eight when he filmed it, and then came out when he was thirty nine. Okay, so okay, that's interesting. Okay, so he was when uh, he was Han Solo. Harrison Ford was Han Solo at this point. Yeah. You know what yep, I mean? Yep. Um, he, you know, he, you know, people are going to, um, somebody who are going to bitch about a, a couple things that a couple picks I've made <laughs> are going to, um, um, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is a character, but Harrison Ford has made, has personified it. So if we give, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> round and round I go. Um, so, Harrison Ford was a, um, he was a known actor, but he wasn't super well-known. No. Right? He wasn't. Much, he, Cause he, yeah, he went from being a carpenter to being Han Solo. Uh, so, and, and I think Indiana, he had a bit part in American Graffiti. Yeah. And then, it, so Indiana Jones it is, so he became box office after Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm thinking of an actor that people have seen and made of actors that people have seen and know mm -hmm. or like know their faces or whatever, but they haven't been like 
box office. Okay. Um, one of them is going to be an untraditional pick. And I, I heard it somewhere else. I'm like, that actually makes sense because yeah, we, yeah, we all know his name, but acting wise, um, he's, I don't remember him carrying a movie. It's been a while. If he hasn't, if he has, uh, and I'm, and, uh, but I think he could play, he's, I don't know if he could do the physicality, but he could be understated as well if you, if done right now that he's in his 40s. And that's one, that's Justin Timberlake. He was not my first pick, but I, hmm. but that was the that was one I threw out. I heard I was like, I, that could that could he could, he could make it he could make that work. Um, then there, then there was a then there was another one um, that. Uh, Jonathan Majors would be really good. Um, I, I it was uh, part of it was um, because of he'd been attached to some other things in the past, and I don't again I don't know if he could do the physicality. I'm pretty sure he could do the acting part, and he's a handsome enough guy. He's not classically handsome, but he's not a hideous little troll creature either. Mm. Uh, and that's uh, oh gosh, I always get him confused. Um, childish uh, childish Gambino. Oh. Um, um, yeah. Uh, oh God. Donald Glover. Yes, Donald Glover. Which is funny because he's who I have picked for my recasting of Smokey and the Bandit as playing the Bandit. Interesting. And, and then <laughs> instead of you know Jerry Reed was uh, Snowball, the the truck driver. Yeah, Janelle Monet. I do remember. I do. I, Either you've talked about it on Boondocks. Oh, I've talked about this a number of times on different podcasts because that's that's the big one that I would love to remake. Um, Ooh, yeah, he's too old. He's too old as well. I was just thinking of uh, Timothy Oliphant because he was the he was another one that I was thinking of uh, originally, Mm -hmm. probably like fifteen years ago for Smokey and the Bandit because he would he was oh right (laughs) so yeah but yeah Timothy Oliphant I he's he's uh, right now because he's I think he's 50 uh or late 40s so i don't know if that would work for him uh one one of the one one person that i'm thinking of that he is not well known uh unless you watch any of the uh, cw show the cw superhero shows he plays green arrow Stephen amell yes uh he's he's got oh, the phys- physicality yeah. uh he's yeah. he's and he's smart he's a he's a he's a really really good person in real life um so i could see that as well um, Stephen Bell would be a good one yeah i don't know how i skipped that because i loved arrow <laughs> for the first like, yeah handful of seasons um trying to think of who else uh oh god uh scott eastwood would he he has the right build and everything. He's not that great of an actor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he he. I think he, you know, he basically rides his dad's coattails on and being able to get acting jobs because you know, Clint really never had any acting chops. He just he, he just had the glare. Uh, so, um, but yeah, uh, Stephen Amell is like yeah, he's probably the top one that I can think of. <sighs> Yeah, Stephen Amell actually is probably sounds like the best pick that we've made so, that that uh, we've come up with so far because he's not he's known enough, yeah. but not like blown up worldwide Marvel. Like he hasn't right. had like that breakout role. He would be yeah, that's that's a really good one. See another one, another one. Uh, loves him. Now this guy he's he's a big dude and he is starting to get known as an actor, but 
uh, it's because his his dad is Kurt Russell, uh, Wyatt Russell. Um, yeah, that would be yeah. He's got the right. He's got the physicality. Um, he's still fairly green. I mean, the last thing I saw him in, he was playing a hockey player. So he, uh, uh, you don't have to have a, a huge amount of range to play a hockey player. I think he was in the second Goon movie. Um, oh wow! Which was, um, he was in? Um, he was in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. He was a white white Russell. I have, yeah, I haven't watched that. So that's the. Uh, oh, he was. He was really. Let's put it this way. Like when you said it at first, I'm like, yeah, I could see it, but man, he has got a punchable in this, in, in this show. <laughs> yeah. He has a, Oh, you know what I did? Face. I, you know, I did Holy see, yeah. He, Cause he tries to take over the captain America mantle. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. He, he was, uh, he, he was, he was so, he was like that kid, uh, whoever played Joffrey on, uh, on game, of, game Thrones. of Thrones. Yeah. Like if I saw him in real life, it would take me about half a second not to want to smack him up. <laughs> Okay, here's you know, here's like they're, like they're that good at their job, not because I want to assault somebody, but they're, they're so good at their job. You just like, oh, you, oh, that's right, you are very good at your job. I better go. I'm being a mark right now. All right, here, <laughs> here here's one, I, I, and I want to see I want to see your reaction to this. Aldous Hodge. Now you're gonna make me look. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's on Leverage. Uh, he was on Supernatural. Let's see if he. I know exactly. That's Har- Hardison. He would be fantastic. Hardison, it, right? it would, Hardison, and it, it, it would be. Uh, I mean, you could. She's having a, a a black man as a doctor in nineteen in nineteen thirties going against the Nazis. I mean, <laughs> I mean, just I could. I, I mean, yeah. That I mean, even more satisfying beating the Nazis. <laughs> so no kidding. I mean, the Jesse, he'd be the Jesse Owens of archaeology. Yeah, or oh, oh the um could be even uh, the guy from um. Uh, Lovecraft Country. I can't remember his name. Um, oh, it's uh, it's right in front of me. Uh, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, he was All, another one I had thought of. Also excellent. Yeah, um, and and here's a here's a here's a. I'm, I'm gonna throw some trivia out here. Um, because there's probably gonna be somebody's like, there's no way a black guy could be a doctor. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> there, uh, the first um, the first private HBCU was founded in 1865. It's called Wilberforce University, and two of my friends have gone there, and it would be cool if we were going to cast somebody like Jonathan Majors or who did we just say? Um, Aldous Hodge. Yeah, Aldous Hodge. I don't know. It's he's hardest. He'll be hardest for me forever, um, <laughs> unless he blows it out of the water as Hawkman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and having them teach at Wilberforce in their archaeology department, and you still don't have to change a whole lot. It's just another like you could take you could actually add a little bit more history to it. I, it I, I was thinking about that earlier when I was thinking about Donald Glover and uh, some other. Did I get? I did have Donald Dan, Danny Glover's older one, right? <laughs> Danny, yeah, Danny Glover is uh, from uh, Lethal Weapon. I'm too yeah, old Danny, for this shit. <laughs> Danny, Danny Glover's too old for this shit. Donald Glover is Kyle Gambino. Got it. Okay, but yeah, it'd, it'd be it'd be kind of cool to uh, if you're going to do something like that and make Indiana uh, have Indiana be a black person. You. They, It'd be much. It'd be easy to even have them at HBCU. That'd be dope as hell. Hell yeah. Um, let's see who else. Uh, I'm just scrolling through. Um, man, Stephen Amell was a really cool one too. I mean, I'm, <laughs> him and Jonathan Majors, man. It's like uh, you know, it, well, even Stephen's younger brother might be good. Um, Robbie. Yeah, I saw him. He's I mean, that's his cousin. That's his, that's his cousin. Oh, it's his cousin. Nephew. I thought it was his brother. It might be his nephew. You know what? How are they related? I, I think I don't I, think I, they're brothers. Because they look a lot. I, they were even in a movie together, uh, where they both had like superpowers. 
<laughs> what? Or Robbie? Robbie had superpowers, and Stephen was he was a, like he was like a, a a robber of some sort. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, but yeah, uh, Robbie ML, and they're and they're Canadian, so that'll piss a lot of people that, off. So that, good. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, is is he relative? Oh yeah, cousins. They're cousins. cousins. Oh, okay. Okay. They look a lot alike. Um, yeah, they do. So yeah, it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't surprise me if 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 they were brothers. I mean, obviously, I thought they were. And he's yeah, they, they, yeah they, even but Robbie's Robbie's also fit. He's really fit. Mm-hmm. Um, good looking guy. Uh, Thirty three years old. Um, okay. So he he would he would Stephen's older than that, right? Stephen is where is he's forty. Right now, he's okay. 40. So he's right. Yeah, he he doesn't look like he's forty. No, either. he's well. He, he works. At, he works out like a fucking madman, and he runs a winery. So <laughs> out on out in uh, Eastern Washington. So interesting. It's called uh, Knocking Point. So because Knocking Point, yeah, you, know, you knock the arrow. <laughs> so yeah, Knocking Point Winery. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> so shout Man. out, shout out to us, uh, uh, Stephen Amell for his for his awesome winery. And uh, his uh, up, up, uh, upcoming role as Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. By uh, the way, before you, yeah, yeah. Uh, hard, this, uh, this has nothing to do with anything. It's just a quick rant. Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford is supposed to play uh, Indiana Jones in the, in the next next movie, right? Yes. Movie five or whatever. Yeah. How can Indiana Jones, how can Harrison Ford play Indiana Jones and Richard Roundtree can't be Shaft? Have you seen Richard Roundtree recently? Uh, he was he was in the last Shaft movie, but as old Shaft, <laughs> as as, should, as father I, uh, as father to Shaft. Yes, I want old I want old father Shaft <laughs> to show to have uh, Samuel Jackson Shaft and uh, the other little boy Shaft. Yeah, I don't know, can't yeah. remember his name. Yeah, and him like leading the investigation and you know and doing whatever he because he i mean he's he still looks good like oh yeah if harrison ford yeah. can do it yeah if harrison ford can do it richard round can but, do it i'm so, not hating yeah, on well, either yeah, one i'm just yeah, saying i mean richard roundtree definitely over harrison ford i mean because sure. yeah i mean his black did not crack at all um he's <laughs> he still looks damn good uh i mean but so does sam jackson so yeah yeah uh, he does <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, so cool. and he's not a, he's not a young man, so no, he's in. Oh boy, he, is he seventy yet? Uh, he's definitely in his sixties. I don't know if he is seventy yet, but um, uh, so Samuel Jackson is. He was born in forty eight, so that makes him seventy two. Seventy two, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Same but yeah, Leroy. Like, of course, it's Leroy. Country. That's what the L stands for. Is Leroy? <laughs> just <laughs> really, 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 just. Uh, I bet I, I'm sure that's why he goes by L because he got he got tired of things like that. <laughs> of course, it's Leroy. <laughs> and there's probably a bunch of there are probably a bunch of other Sam Jacksons as mm, well. I'm sure. Yeah. So that's a common, it's a pretty common name. <laughs> Poor guy, and he stuck with a middle name like Leroy. Wow. <laughs> I can't complain. My first uh, name is Demond. I, I was like, uh, uh, when uh, Chappelle did Sam, Sam, Sam Jackson, Samuel Jackson Ale. <laughs> it's good, motherfucker. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'll have a Sam Jackson. I'll, I'll have a Sam Adams. You know what? I'll have a Sam Jackson. I'll have a Sam Jackson. Uh, and Bill Burr. Good choice, motherfuckers. Bill Burr was in that episode. He, he was, sure was. <laughs> he sure was. Uh, oh, man. 
Uh, I, you know, speaking of Bill Burr, I like, uh, you know, he does some, he does some good stuff. I like him. He, uh, he's, uh, he's, I know he's kind of had some problematic stuff in his past. Um, but I think he's, I think he's grown out of a lot of that. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, I, uh, he was just, oh God, he was, he was just, uh, we were watching reservation dogs and he was a driver's ed teacher in that. <laughs> oh, my. For, former coach from the high school basketball coach. Uh, but yeah, it's funny it, cause it was, yeah, it was funny to see him. So <laughs> like, hey, man, that was Bill Burr. That's hilarious. To yeah. Me. So yeah, Bill. Yeah. I mean, cause, and, and he was in breaking bad. Um, he's in the Mandalorian recently. I, I heard about that. I, I don't, I don't have Disney plus I hate Disney. So <laughs> I refuse <laughs> even if it was give. I mean, actually somebody has allowed us to use theirs and I will not <laughs> Tiara will. Uh, but you know, the, as far as I'm willing to go right now, because I got it for free from my phone company is Apple TV plus, uh, and I'm watching Ted Lasso, which I highly recommend. Now, I have oh, heard a lot about that. Ted Lasso is really good. By the way, that's that, you know, showing his acting chops and the, the with the Emmy that he just won, Jason Sudeikis might not be a bad idea. Hmm. I mean, he's... He's fit enough. He's, I mean, just as fit as, as, uh, <laughs> as Harrison Ford was, um, Fair. Uh, uh, so Jason Sudeikis is, he's, Ooh, he's 46 now. Really? Yeah. Cause if we're looking at a franchise of movies, we might be, it still might be Stephen Amell or Jonathan Majors. It sounds like. Yeah. Or, uh, Aldo. Aldous Hodge. Uh, yeah. Aldous Hodge. I was like, Aldo. Aldo. Aldous Hodge. Aldo. <laughs> It's his Italian twin. It's his spicy meatball. Uh, the Aldo Hodges. Ah. <laughs> I'm boppity boopy. Uh, yeah, every time I every time I hear an Italian accent, I think of that one episode of Family Guy that I watched where he says <laughs> you can you can Did you, you only watch one episode? Uh, pretty much. I mean I've seen I've seen pieces of episodes, but I remember he's he's at a Italian meat counter and because the guy behind the counter is Italian, he just speaks to him as boopity boopy, boopity boopy, and that's it. It's like they and he complete oh. and he, and they completely understand each other. And he's got a big, wow. he's got a big fat Italian mustache. And so, and so every time, every time I hear an Italian accent, uh, or, or I see Peter Griffin on the screen, I, I think of that. <laughs> it just pops in my head. Boopity boopity. Boopity boopity. Boopity boopity. Wow. Wow. Um, any other, uh, any other, let's see, we've, we've got it. We've so, got a few actors. We've got some plot changes. We've even gone through two movies. Yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about, you know, the bad guys, um, you know, who's going to play Belloc, who's going to play Sala, um, you know, do, uh, you know, oh, well, you know, it's funny now that he's, he is older. Um, the guy who played Ardeth Bay, uh, who I can't remember his name now. He's actually a, uh, Israeli, um, Ardeth Bay, uh, from in the, in the, the mummy franchise, uh, played by do, 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 where is he? Um, mm -hmm. come on now. Ardeth Bay. Oh, dead fair. I could see him, uh, cause he is, I think he is he in his 40. He should be, he's 50 now. So I could see him playing, you know, Sala, uh, 
Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he, I yeah. mean, in, in, the, in The Mummy, he was long, dark hair and good-looking. I mean, granted, that's 20-some-odd 20, uh, that, 20, 20 yeah. years ago now. Um, uh, Jeez, I've been along. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I could see I could see him. Um, it would be good. Mm, oh, you know who I love? I don't know how he, go, how he would be for the role, um, but I could see it. Uh, Mandy Patinkin. Mm, that sounds familiar. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, you, uh, you would know. Did you ever watch Criminal Minds? Mandy, how do you spell that? Mandy, oh, M-A-N-D-Y, Patinkin, P-A-T-I-N-K. Uh, you would also oh. know him from The Princess Bride in, as yes. Inigo Montoya. <laughs> so, yes. So, Gosh, that's Inigo Montoya. It sure is. Yep. <laughs> wow. I, so, I've seen, I, my wife loves that. Yeah. The, uh, so what was the criminal mind? Is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she loved that. So yeah, he'd be really good. I'm looking at a picture of him now. Yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd be really good too. Uh, another one, another good one who is, who can fit into any role, any size, shape, uh, would be Gary Oldman. I was I was about <laughs> to say that, and I thought I was about to say that real flippantly. Too. Oh no, like, Gary, Gary Oldman! Gary Oldman, he does is a everything well. Fucking fantastic actor! I will see anything yeah, with. He, there's two people that I will see anything that they've ever done: Gary Oldman and uh, Samuel Sam Rockwell. Um, I will go see anything that they're in. <laughs> so uh, I think they're both amazing actors, uh, and and everything that they do. I mean, and and the, none of them are the same. Um, right, that's true. And so I mean. Gary Oldman playing Sid Vicious and, you know, start, starting off playing Sid Vicious and now uh, recently playing, um, uh, oh God, it was the prime minister of England during World War II. Um, Winston, Winston Churchill. Churchill. Yeah. So he played Churchill. He played uh, Commissioner Gordon. He played, yeah. you know, so uh, he's, you know, oh God, uh, and the character that he played in, um, he played Drexel in um, True Romance. Uh, mm, yeah, white boy with geez. dreadlocks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, and, yeah. Sam, and Sam Jackson was in that too for all of two minutes. Uh, <laughs> wow. I can believe we got a new, I remember him being in Jackie Brown, but yeah. damn. Yeah. He was in the, yeah. Cause they were making a drug deal and he was on the other side of the drug deal and ended up getting shot. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's talking about eating pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, seen that movie. Wow, uh, it's one of my favorite movies. It was written by uh, Quentin Tarantino, um, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't a Tarantino movie. I think that was the first uh, movie that, I'd, uh, that that was the first movie I had seen that he was involved in after I had seen Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Is uh, True Romance? I was like, yeah. Well, it was Christian Slater and um, Patricia Arquette, or yeah, Patricia Arquette. Uh, and yes, then it, it had Christopher Walken. It had Dennis Hopper. Uh, it had uh, oh god, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Rap Michael Rappaport. Uh, 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 Brad Pitt was in it as a stoner. Yes, yes, I remember <laughs> Brad Pitt being a stoner. I mean, James Gandolfini. Uh, Jeez, that movie had a lot of people in it. <laughs> yeah, it did. Hey, you're gonna be. Hey, want to be in this movie? You're gonna be famous. And the, <laughs> uh, the guy who played Balky, I uh, can't remember his name right now. Uh, oh, it just jumped out of my head. Um, Bronson Pinchot. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I just sat here and looked at you, dumbfounded, for the next hour. But yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I could. Yeah, there's. Uh, there's lots of. 
Yeah. There was lots of guys in that movie. <laughs> and, and I'm sure there's some that I'm missing. Um, Probably. But yeah, good movie. Lots of great actors in it. Um, yes. I mean, Christopher, I mean, even Christopher Walken in his little bit part uh, uh, of going in to kill Christian Slater's dad uh, because he's the mobster. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, just it's, it, it was very similar to the character he played with the watch up his ass in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so. Oh yes, I, yes, jeez, it, it's weird. Like when, like I completely forgot Christopher Walken was in it until you said the, uh, till you talked about the the watch. I'm like, oh yeah, he was in that. <laughs> it's kind of like you forget. It's kind of like I forget sometimes that Bruce Willis was in that daggone movie. Mm-hmm. It's like Ving Rhames. <laughs> you know, you, I remember John Travolta and mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. And yeah. It's like all these people. And it's like. Okay. Yeah. Everybody wants to work with Tarantino um, because, well, one thing about Tarantino, he writes a lot of great dialogue. I mean, that's a lot of what yeah. his movies are is talking. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. We got that. But yeah, I think that was the, I think it was, uh, let's see, Jules. Yeah. Sam, because Sam Jackson was in yeah, Tarantino. Uh, oh, um, Harvey Keitel uh, <laughs> as the, as Mr. Wolf. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Pulp Fiction. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Uh, else in that? Uh, the the gal she used to, yeah, I don't know if you remember on uh in brain come on brain uh Saturday Night Live she uh, remember the uh, the character Pat that who people yeah yes uh, played by Julia Sweeney played uh, Harvey Keitel Mr. Wolf's niece in that wow um the guy oh uh, now the guy and the guy behind the bar um and oh my god <laughs> um i can't remember who he is but yeah there so yeah tarantino just gets so many actors who, yeah who would direct would you, so the question is would you still have uh spielberg direct it or would you go with somebody like a Tarantino or somebody else? Um, who, you know, who would you have direct the new mm, ending? Boy. Oh man. Um, that's a good question. That's the one thing. I didn't, that's the one question I didn't give any thought to. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. I mean, cause yeah. The, um, Who's yeah? Who's doing? The, I mean, a lot of the the act, a lot of the good action movies anyway that are coming out nowadays are those guys that directing the John Wick movies, who also were involved with uh, Atomic Blonde. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for action, you know that's one way to go. Yeah, but I don't know, man, because uh, indie feels like, mm, boy. It is perpetual, you know. It is a for you know forward moving plots, and there there is lots of action, but there's not. I, I haven't seen. I've mm, boy. <sighs> <laughs> Let's see who, who's directing. Let me see who's directing the new one that's coming out. Uh, James Mangold. Uh, ooh, Mads Mikkelsen's going to be in the new one. I love him. Uh, he could also be a really good bad guy. Mads Mikkelsen can play either side. Um, so he could, he could be like, he could have, he could easily play one of the Nazis. Um, mm. so yeah. So the guy, so the guy who's directing Indy five direct, uh, was a producer of Logan, 
uh, director of Walk the Line, um, director of a movie called Heavy. Uh, what else did he do? So he, he's directed 17 things. Um, Crenshaw, Juliet, Ford v. Ferrari. Um, so yeah, Logan, The Wolverine, um, 310 to Yuma. So yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, not a, not a bad choice for a director. I mean, for the, for the things yeah. that he's done, uh, he's written some things too. He actually, he actually wrote the screenplay for the new indie movie. He also wrote Logan. He wrote Walk the Line. Um, Kate and Leopold, Girl Interrupted. So he's been writing for a while. Um, so yeah, not bad. Not a bad choice. I could go with that. It does. I mean, sticking if you, if you want to stick with him. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, cause you know, Spielberg, I love Spielberg. I mean, it's just, you know, you're, we're always going to have a place in our, in our hearts for, for the Spielbergs. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and if, and if it was Spielberg, you know, Sp- I think Spielberg has honestly changed enough. I mean, what, what was that? Uh, that eight millimeter, is that what it was? The, or whatever, what was that? It was the, it was all the kids that were in the movie and there was like aliens that were on the train that busted out and, but, and they, but these kids were filming their own little movie and they happened to get these aliens on tape. I, and I can't remember the name of the movie, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I can, I could see, you know, him, him, I could see him doing that. Uh, Phoebe Waller bridge, who actually is going to be in it. Also a great accomplished screenwriter, uh, as, as well as a director. I could see that. Ooh, somebody who's blown up and has become a director and very powerful, Regina King. Mm, that's interesting. And she's she's worked in action. I mean, with Watchmen, uh, which she was amazing in. Uh, yeah, she was, and she's brilliant. <laughs> so this is true too. I, I, I so yeah. That, that once I heard yeah, because I'm just thinking of who are new who are newer directors, and she's definitely one of the newer ones that have come up recently. I'd, yeah, I'd give her, give her, give her, I'd, you know, see what her treatment would, would be, but yeah, I'd sure. give, her, give her a shot. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Cause I, you know, we, we, uh, things we were talking about earlier with, um, with what was wrong with the, you know, oh, the uh, original, yeah. uh, is the other thing that was missing is a, there's a lack of different voices sure. in those rooms. R- representation. You know, yeah. Representation is, uh, you know, represent, representation is important, you know, for people who have been represented, they, they, they don't understand. So <laughs> very true. But, um, and so you can see, so, you know, uh, the characters can be more, more real is not the right. Depth. They, uh, more depth. Yeah, more depth. Thank you. Yeah. That's it. Not, they, not, they, yeah, they, not just one dimensional. Right. Cause yeah, like, well, you know, we were talking about Indiana Jones who, who was, uh, as well as Rick O'Connell were both kind of based off of Doc Savage, who was also a very one-dimensional car- uh, comic book character from back in the day, um, which there's nothing wrong with. But, uh, you know, as we said, Indiana Jones was a you know product of his time. Uh, I don't think, you know, this time now, this time now is not that time. So we would, it would definitely, it definitely needs some updating. You know, when you move yeah. in, when you move into a house and you need, you know, you know, you need to get that kitchen updated because, that looks like that those cabinets are from the seventies. So, you know, you just want to update those things. Uh, there was nothing wrong with them at the time that they were, but it ain't, that ain't this time. It has not aged well. (laughs) Not at all. Some things do not age well. 
Not everything is cheese and wine. <laughs> not everything. Nope. Not, not at all. Um, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think, I think we could, yeah, th- those would be some good things to change if we were going to change them. And I, and I'm hoping I do, I really truly do hope that feel that they're going to make Phoebe Waller bridge as the next indie. I don't know if she'll, if she would want to do that. I think she's an amazing actress. She's got, she, she is a, I mean, yeah, whether it's comedy or some very serious stuff, she's good at it. Um, so I, if you haven't, if you haven't seen Fleabag, which she wrote as a one woman, one act play, I think, <laughs> and, and did it and it got all kinds of awards. And then they want her to do, wanted her to do a treatment for a series. And so, and it was only, and, and what she had written for the stage was only fit for one season, but it was so huge. They had to do her, had her do another season. <laughs> so she had to write wow. a whole new thing. So that's how good it was. So yeah, re- great actress, great writer, great mind. Brilliant. Noted. Duly noted. Um, anything else? Well, um, as far as indie, I think we've covered indie. I think we're good. Um, now, as far as what's coming next, uh, this will be next a week from today. Yes. Uh, I, and I put the, this is out on our social media already, but uh, for anybody who's watching, I'm going to play what's coming up next on Disputed. Bond. James Bond. I'm excited. Uh, you know, I, uh, um, as you know, Don, my, my, my co-host over on, <laughs> over on, uh, Podscure does not care for the Tom Cruise at all, but, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, going through and creating that clip and look, I, I, I used, uh, clips from ghost protocol as well as from the first one, because mm-hmm. the, you know, that first one was kind of, that was the, that was iconic, you know, first time that that had been brought to the screen since it was a tv show so yeah you, you have to include like, that and and of course that part where he's dangling yeah exactly did, did you like how yeah. i mixed that in with the guy being ejected and he comes down and then it's ethan hunt <laughs> so yeah that's uh yeah i i've 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 enjoyed making those videos they, they they're fun to do they they're time consuming but they're fun to make um right but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. We're gonna have uh, Nikki Horick and uh, Squirrely Matt from the Produce Stand podcast. Uh, right. Oh, it, Nikki is from the uh, Crispy Pickles podcast. So, 
<laughs> so, um, and she's 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 been a friend from uh, uh, I don't know if you follow Ignorance Was Bliss podcast. Uh, Kate uh, has been doing that one for some time now. She's over three hundred episodes. Uh, wow! And Kate is brilliant. Uh, she is a she. <laughs> well, she. She stays at home now, but she was a forensic psychologist, um, oh, almost oh went to work for the FBI, <laughs> and, except she didn't want to carry a gun. So that was out. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, so I've met, a, met, I've met a lot of cool podcasting people through Kate because she is brilliant and she, she causes other people around her. She brings in other brilliant people around her. So <laughs> I'm, I am definitely looking forward to this. Um, so yeah, that, that'll be a next, that the, so basically two weeks from today, if we, uh, we'll have to talk about how we would, uh, fix James Bond. <laughs> Cause I mean, yeah, that's also product of his time. Uh, <laughs> also Bond, actually that that's very timely because, uh, no time to die comes yeah. out this weekend. Yeah. So looking forward uh, to that. I loved, you know, I, I love Daniel Craig's bond. Uh, granted Sean Connery is, is the penultimate, but with the reboot of it with Craig, I, I really like, I've really enjoyed it. It'll be interesting to see where they go from here with, uh, because they seem to, I did an interview with, uh, Cam, um, Smith from spy hearts and they do, reviews of spy movies mm -hmm. so needs to say he knows his james bond and uh and he had mentioned uh how it might have been on his show when i was researching how every decade or so they reboot mm -hmm. like they you know because you know like the rock you know we talked about sean connery then roger moore was well, so sean, well it was it was sean connery right. then it was george lazenby for a single movie <laughs> Right, which which is which is the reason I didn't count him because he didn't get because well because I don't think he got a proper I mean, one movie doesn't give somebody a proper a full you know he didn't have a full run is is all I yeah, mean by that yeah and but and they went from you know those two to Roger Moore which was his bond was way way more over the top and then they came back a bit with Timothy Dalton and then they went way over the top with uh Pierce Christine, Bronson what's his name Pierce Bronson and now they come back with uh. Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. So it'll be interesting to see how things progress. Or, 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 well, I don't want to say progress, but get bigger or, you know, that those types of things. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've hoped for quite a while and it, now he's, now he's too old. Uh, I was hoping for Idris Elba because I thought he would be amazing. Uh, like don't crack son. All oh, you gotta man. do is die <laughs> that, all you gotta do is die that goatee. Uh, yeah. But that's, you know, that part of the reason Craig is it's, it's the physical physicality of the work. So yeah, I think that's it, part, that's yeah. part of the reason Craig is retiring. So, so I think, cause I think they're both like right at the same age, Craig and, and Idris. So, but yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I've loved Idris Elba since I first saw him in the wire. Um, and he was amazing at that. Uh, and I honestly, I had no idea that he was not American. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was the first thing I ever saw him in, uh, and I just thought he was he was great. Um, but yeah, and then I when I found out that he was British, I'm like, oh, interesting. So, yeah, I don't know who. Yeah, so oh god, we could we could do so many fan casts. So, <laughs> and we'll probably talk about that uh, in two weeks from now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. So, um, yeah, we got anything else? I don't. Um, actually, I had another actor pop in my head for Indiana Jones. I really didn't want to go down that rabbit hole again. Oh, who, who, <laughs> who is it? 
uh, we were talking about black uh, actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking about you know possible black actors and somebody who would definitely be box office. The reason I didn't mention because I think he would be he would be box office, and that is uh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm. I know, uh, he's, he's so a great pretty. actor but, he's but so that pretty was the other thing. that was the other thing he's like super handsome yeah like like can can you can you can I mean, you every man michael b jordan i, I mean I don't, don't, don't get me wrong i mean he's he, i mean he, great as killmonger uh great as creed um so yeah not that he can't do it but he is he is he is really attractive <laughs> and yeah. uh and not Sorry, not, Mike, that, not, not ugly enough <laughs> he's not the conventionally rugged handsome type of guy that you know, the, when you're looking at, you know, Harrison Ford back in the day or, you know, Stephen Amell now, um, right. you know, well, they're, they're, they're both, anyway. I mean, they're both good looking men, but they are not the, oh, look how pretty he is. So it's not, it's not like that. Um, not that that couldn't be, not that that couldn't happen, but, you know, I mean, uh, oh man, we could, we could go on about, you know, we could even gender, stru- gender swap Indy, uh, you know, cause I could, you know, I could definitely see, you know, Charlize Theron playing the role um because she's badass uh, <laughs> and brilliant but she is also very pretty <laughs> um but she's yeah. a monster though oh she won an academy award she did uh, she monster, is so she is one. i'm looking for uh, old guard if you haven't seen old guard go watch it it's awesome uh and i think they're working on a second one it's based off a comic she's she plays an immortal um it's so yeah it's very it's very i think it's on uh netflix go watch it okay <laughs> You'll you'll love it. I promise. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. So uh, I think so. Uh, we'll see everybody in a week. I think is that right? Next week. Next week. Well, as uh, you know, as so in, until until next time, as we like to say, I'm Zaman. I'm Dean. And remember, everything, everything is, is disputed. disputed. Thanks again for joining us. And we'd also like to thank our guests. We would also like to thank those who make the music that make our show so great. We have Hard Fight by Tajirajus, Fight Club by Evil Bear Boris, Fight Makes Right by Atake, and This Party Sucks by Done With Fish. You can find them all on freemusicarchive.org. Also, you can find us and all of our information on disputedpod.com slash links.